What's, What's up, up everybody? everybody? How are you doing today? We are back. We are live. Welcome to the Mindset Mogul Podcast. Brad, how are you doing today, brother? I am doing excellent. Thank you for asking. Feeling grateful as always and excited to reopen the conversation on burpees that we were just having. <laughs> yeah, so we were just talking about burpees before we jumped on here. But before we dive in, just one thing. Take a second. Think about something that you're grateful for. It's a way we like to start the episodes now. I'm grateful that I have the ability to do burpees and make me feel better. So think about one thing you're grateful for. Get in the right mood, right energy to consume this content. And yeah, let's dive in. So first of all, I just want to say that this daily burpee practice, which was what we were just talking about, is it's helping me in multiple ways. Number one, it's cool to have something that you can consider a daily win no matter what. It's kind of like the five minutes a day on the treadmill thing that I talk about if you're a frequent listener. The 50 burpees a day is just something that I am in complete control of that I could win every single day no matter what. So that's one thing that feels good. The second thing is it works out every single part of my body, which feels really good. The third thing is it's been a counteractive measure for my mindset. Like as soon as I start feeling a negative thought or something like that, I'll hop and do some burpees. And it's just like they say, change your physical state, change your mental state. And that definitely changes my state. And it's just another way that I'm trying to push myself. I'm trying to get up to, I'm going to start doing a hundred a day soon. I'm at, I started at 50 a day, 12 days ago, within the next couple of weeks, I'll be up at a hundred a day. And that's just going to be my baseline. So I don't know where we're going with this, but I just feel like it's it's been a pretty helpful thing in my life and I uh, wanted to share. <laughs> Sounds like burpees are the new gratitude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> paired, burpees paired with gratitude. Now, yeah. now we're talking. Talk about habit stacking. The one thing I wanted to mention, you mentioned before the call that I thought was really good about the burpees was when you started, the first 10 were easy, the last 40 were hard. And now you're at a point where the first 25 are easy, last 25 are hard. As soon as you get to a point where that second 25 isn't that bad, you're going to kick it up to 75. But I thought the highly measurable progress and just being able to see that, you said over the last 12 days, when you talk about stacking the wins, identifying wins, building confidence in yourself, building identity of a winner, what a, just a good way to build a benchmark for that, that you can look at over the past 12 days and see major progress on. And so not only is it physically benefiting your body, but I think that that's a great thing for your mind to take with it every day that you can see yourself getting better. Yeah. It's like I was telling you, it's kind of like running. If you go on 12 runs, you're going to go from a 10 minute mile to an eight and a half minute mile or whatever in those 12 runs. And it's similar to burpees. It's cool to be able to just feel the progression. And you're right. It's totally more of a win for my mindset than anything else. Because I know it sounds silly because it's it's not hard to do 50 burpees a day. But the consistency of doing it every day, just literally that alone builds my confidence. So guys, we practice all this stuff that we talk about, by the way. And we don't talk about anything that we don't practice or know about. So just wanted to clarify that. <laughs> We know about burpees. We know about burpees. I loved, I remember the episode where you're talking about doing burpees in the rain outside while everybody's walking <laughs> by with their umbrellas or whatever. Dude, today's last day of my 75 hard or my would be 75 hard and it's raining. And I think I'm going to go close it out with burpees in the rain. So oh, I love it. You have to do that. Yeah, it's giving you the to. opportunity 
to end it on a tough note, man. That's awesome. A hundred percent. I almost got caught complaining about the rain and my girlfriend chimed in and she's like, what are you talking about? You get to go out in the rain on the last day of 75 hard. And I was like, I had a, it was good to have an accountability partner in the house course correcting my mindset live. Cause yeah, I get to go do that. What a badass way to end it. Right. A hundred percent. That's support right there. That's awesome. She said that. Yeah, yeah I agree, said, man. It's an opportunity. Get your ass in the rain. You know, like- <laughs> <laughs> matter of fact, take the mic outside. Let's do the podcast in the rain. <laughs> oh man, that's cool. All right. Well, we have a question today we're going to talk about. Let's see what the question is. The question is from Paul B. And it says, hi, Brad and Josh. I appreciate the things you have been saying on the show, but I still have trouble believing in myself and that finding fulfillment and happiness is something I can do in my life. Why am I thinking like this? What can I do to shake it? Paul, thank you so much for your question. Really appreciate it. I think that this is something probably a lot of people are dealing with. I know it's something that I personally have dealt with in the past. And I think there's a lot of reasons for this. So let's start off by talking about just basically how you've been programmed as a human being from from birth and why that probably is causing a, a lot of these feelings. Brad, what do you think about, you know, why Paul may be feeling this way? First thing when you hear I have trouble believing in myself, like immediately we can diagnose that there are some strong limiting beliefs in place about how you think about yourself, Paul, about how you think about your life, about your fact that even the fact, could you even find fulfillment and happiness? That alone, you wondering that is a limiting belief. But if we want to take it back to the source of how do we end up with beliefs like this, you got to start thinking about your internal programming, things that from way earlier in your life, when you had less awareness of your situation, People were influencing you to think a certain way. This could be your parents. This could be teachers. This was how your friends were acting, how people treated you, what people told you. Basically, all of your life experience, especially early on in your childhood, were the beginnings of you being programmed to think a certain way. And I think, Paul, this isn't just you. This is everybody grows up in a situation where their thoughts are formed and molded by the experiences that they're having and the people that they're spending time with and learning from, and again, being influenced by. The net result of all of this is that as you get older, you've got this internal programming that drives the way that you're thinking that you didn't necessarily ask to be put there, but it is there. And I think right now we're seeing the net result of internal programming early in your life has led to a situation in which you have limiting beliefs that are impacting your ability to feel fulfillment and achieve a state of happiness. And so I think bringing awareness is like the first and most important thing to start taking action against like all of this internal programming. I think you basically look at your mind like a garden and this garden has been growing for your entire life. And right now it's filled with tons of limiting beliefs, things about what you can't achieve in your life, reasons why you can't go take action, things about your talents, or your gifts that you don't have that'll keep you from getting what you want. And so 
you should start thinking about those beliefs like they're weeds in that garden and you got to start pruning that shit. And so bring a ton, as much awareness as possible to when you're having these self-limiting beliefs in the moment when they're happening, identify them and start bringing awareness to them and then start pruning them, meaning point them out and call out that they aren't valid. Say those things to yourself to start to disarm the notion that these limiting beliefs have yeah, any validity at all. I love that idea. I rambled there for a second, Josh, but you covered the probably the most important point that we're going to talk about in general is just having the awareness that this is happening because you already have the awareness, Paul, that you, you know, you already have the awareness that you have trouble believing in yourself. You already have the awareness that you feel like you aren't going to find fulfillment. So you have awareness just on a different level. Now you need to be aware of why you feel those things. And those limiting beliefs are the reason why you feel those ways. So as soon as you start actually identifying the limiting belief in the moment that it happens, and then you're able to call it out and, as Brad said, remove it from the garden, that is when real change will start to happen. Because when your limiting beliefs go away, you're going to start to have different type of beliefs that you currently aren't having. By eliminating your limiting beliefs... You will open your mind up to having new beliefs that will probably help you when it comes to finding fulfillment or just in general, believing in yourself that you have the ability to do anything that you want to do. I think that's another important point to touch on is just you don't believe in yourself, but here's the thing. The truth is the only thing stopping you from getting to wherever that you want to go or even coming up with where you want to go, even identifying what the destination is, where you want to go. The only thing stopping you from that is you. You are the only person stopping yourself from achieving whatever goal that you have or creating whatever goal that you have. Maybe you have something in the back of your mind that you've thought about since you were a kid, but your limiting beliefs are holding you back when in reality, that just means that you are holding yourself back because you are capable of doing anything that you want to do. I don't know you personally, Paul, but I do know one thing, that if you remove your limiting beliefs, you will find out that you are capable of a whole lot more than you believe you are capable of at this moment in time. So I think that's a really important thing. Building on that a little bit, we're talking about identifying and handling those limiting beliefs in the moment. I think there are actually also proactive steps you can take, like sitting down right now and start thinking about what are the core beliefs that you hold about your life that are negative. We did a little research before the episode, and it turns out studies show 70 to 80% of people's core beliefs are negative. And so that's a crazy stat. But it basically means that, Paul, right now you're walking around with the majority, the vast majority of your core beliefs are the things that you hold the most tightly about how you believe about yourself and the world are negative beliefs. And so... It's extremely important when you start thinking them to identify them, prune them, replace them with empowering beliefs. But I think you can also proactively go after these thoughts and beliefs. Sit down and actually ruminate, think about what are the things that I think about myself that I would consider a limiting belief? What are the things that are imposing a ceiling on what I'm capable of? And proactively go after those things. And so if you know, being in a situation like you are where you feel fully trapped, 
launching essentially a mental assault on these beliefs and going after them because we know that they're there is I think taking that level of proactivity, it puts you back in the driver's seat of how my mind is working and what I'm thinking about. And so turning that into a daily practice, even if you're spending 10 minutes saying, I know what these negative beliefs are that I hold deep down in my core and going and working on unwinding them and replacing them with new beliefs. I think that level of proactivity, probably in your situation where you're like, you sound far away from having what you want. Fulfillment and happiness are really important things. And so taking big strides on how you manage your mindset on a daily basis and go after these thoughts, I think is important. And, I love uh, that you just said it, taking an all out assault on the uh, limiting beliefs. And I think that is such a good way to think about this because when you realize that you are holding yourself back with these beliefs, you should get so serious about eliminating all of them. And I don't know what the word you used is, but it sounded way better than it, it was an assault. Yeah. an all out assault on your limiting beliefs. Yeah. And man, that is the intensity I would take this with too. I think it's crazy the stat about 70 to 80% of your thoughts being negative. It's wild, but it's not surprising because think about how many distractions there are in the world today. Think about how mainstream media, social media, every single place where people's attention is today is focused on negative or conflict or something that is not going to make you feel better. It's going to give you some level of uncertainty. It's going to give you some level of anxiety. It's going to give you some level of anger. It's going to give you some level of limiting belief in itself. And it's really important to disconnect from all that as, as well. So think about, I don't know how much time you spend on you know watching the news or on social media or whatever you do, but I would say try disconnecting from normal life and reconnecting with who you are as a person. Like think about how you felt when you were a kid and the feeling that you could do anything and that this world is just my opportunity and try to reconnect with that feeling because that's the feeling that you should carry out through your entire life. It's just that most of us get lost in our adolescence and young adult years in the I don't know what else to call it, but the matrix of literally just, you know, working a nine to five, doing the same thing every day that you don't like listening to all this programming that we started talking about, you know, at the beginning of the show, a lot of people's growth literally stops after college. They grow, they grow and grow. And then they hit, they stop college. They start a nine to five in the corporate world. And that's where their growth ends. They just continue that nine to five for the rest of their life or the rat race or whatever. And you have to have the awareness that growth should never end. And you have the ability to continue growing every single day to become whatever person that you decide you want to be. So if you don't believe in yourself right now, the first step is, as we've repetitively said on this episode, eliminating those beliefs in the first place of why you even feel that way. So I know I'm rambling now, but yeah, man, I think that there's so many people feeling this way. And I think a lot of it has to do just with how much we are being programmed on a daily basis. Now, you talked about being programmed by your parents and by teachers and things like that. Imagine how many people are being programmed by what they see on social media because they're scrolling their feed for two hours a day or three hours a day or longer. It's crazy. Layer, layers of bad programming. Yeah. And you got to go on an all out assault against that programming. 
in order to fix it because it is an all-out assault on you to be negatively programmed. That's the thing. You have to fight fire with fire. You are being constantly negatively programmed every single day, so you're going to have to fight and battle to be positively programmed, and it's going to take a lot of work on your part, but the good news is it's very easy to do once you get in the habit of it. Replace scrolling through social media with listening to positive content on podcasts. Replace you know, watching Netflix with reading a self-help book. Like, There's a lot of decisions that you can make every day that will make this process easier for you. The notion of going all out and taking a 100% level of intensity on something, it's almost, it's easier than doing it at 90%. Like it's easier to get crazy and say, I'm going to go all out and be a psycho about improving the state of my mind and default aggressive, stealing that from Jocko Wilnick, but default aggressive in how you're approaching the situation. And then every time these thoughts come up, blow back on them as hard as possible. And I think acting with that level of intensity, bringing your energy up to that level, identifying as somebody who's crazy about getting this right, that is easier than being middle of the road about, hey, I'm working to improve this. And so That's a I think, really good point. Yeah, it's a lot easier to identify as the... I, I use the word psycho. It's not the right word, but like somebody, you know, somebody who's just acting with an incredible level of intensity at these things at the highest level, putting a hundred percent of their effort in that is a lot easier than giving 50 because 50 turns to 25, which turns to zero. You, there's too much ambiguity. We talk about making a decision. It's a lot easier to make a hundred percent decision because the decision is really changing something a hundred percent. If you're anything less than that, have you really even made a decision? And so I think the theme of this episode is rambling about something. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, I... <laughs> that's funny. But um, <laughs> listen, the one other thing that I do want to add is, you know, you talk about you feel like you will never gain fulfillment and happiness and you have trouble believing in yourself. But let me ask you this. Why not at least try? Like Brad's saying, why not at least try giving 100% effort? Because in a year from now, you're going to look back at this moment when you listen to this episode and you're going to say, you're either going to say, I'm in the exact same place or worse because I haven't done anything, or you're going to be gaining momentum because at least you're putting 100% effort in. And I hope that's the case because if you put 100% effort in, there's no doubt in my mind that you will gain momentum. You will have it's challenges. It's impossible. You'll have challenges along the way, but you will gain momentum. You will figure things out and you will figure out where you want to go in life. But the thing is, when you look back in that year and you ask yourself, how much effort did I put into this? Did I put 50% effort into this or did I put 100% effort into this? Are you going to be disappointed with yourself if you only put 50% effort into this? Because I think you will be. Because at the end of the day, you are in control of all this. And if you don't progress from this day forward, it's your fault. Everything and everything is your fault. Whether you progress or whether you decline is your fault. So take that ownership and be grateful for it because it means you have the ability to improve and figure out all these things that you want to figure out. And build a life that you gain fulfillment and happiness. As soon as you understand that you have the ability to become whatever person that you want to become and you're not trapped in the cyclone of limiting beliefs that you have, you will begin to make strides. We always say this, Brad. It's like the hardest thing is the willingness. Like 
moving the needle to the willingness is the hardest thing. But once you are willing to do the work that you need to do, change happens really freaking fast after that. So be willing to put in whatever amount of work that you need to do. And I'm continuing the episode of rambling. So (laughs) did you say a cyclone of limiting beliefs? I think I said cycle of limiting beliefs. Cycle? I okay, like the word it, cyclone. That's yeah. Got it. Got it. Cycle is good too. Thought we might have had a new a new tag. I should have gone there. with it. Well, let's yeah. go with that. <laughs> yeah, let's go. Yeah, the cyclone of limiting beliefs. Well, it is often like that. The negative beliefs have a way of clouding your mind and feeling all encompassing. I've been there, where you feel trapped, and that's why they're they are extremely powerful, and you have to bring awareness to them. Often, when the cyclone of those types of thoughts exists, your pre-awareness. You don't even realize that you're stuck in the matrix, in the in the cyclone of the limiting beliefs themselves. And so you're just all encompassed and identify with them. So yeah, Paul, you've made the first and most important step of bringing awareness to the situation. And then I think now it's a function of, are you going to take Josh's rambling advice about <laughs> making maximal 100% effort to get to a point where you're making progress against replacing those limiting beliefs with empowering ones. And so I probably, I can take us to the audience exercise unless you got anything else you want to drop. No, I think that was perfect. I think let's do an audience exercise. So this will be a little repetitive from what we did earlier in the episode, but Paul, it always starts with one. And so identify ideally the most punishing and most prominent limiting belief that you hold in your mind? Is it that you aren't able to leave the corporate job that you have that's making you miserable? Is it that you aren't able to build a relationship with a partner that helps you find meaning in your life? Is it that you don't have the skills or the talent necessary to make the money that you want? Pick out what the most punishing and prominent limiting belief that you have is and identify it And then I want you to figure out and think of a counter thought that you can replace it with. One that says, I can learn any skill I want and go make the money that I want to. I can prepare myself appropriately to leave my corporate job and go pursue my passion. I can build the habits and the qualities of somebody who deserves to have the type of partner that I want and go do those things. I can go do 50 burpees every day until I turn into that person. And so figure out what that negative belief is. And then replace it with a positive one. And then now every day when you wake up in the morning, acknowledge that you had that limiting belief and say, here's what my new belief is and put intention, focus, and action towards that new belief. Perfect. Clip it. (laughs) Love that. (laughs) All right. Well, Paul, I hope that despite our rambling, you got something out of this episode. And I think to be honest, a lot of people feel the exact same way that you do, Paul. So hopefully anybody listening got something out of this. And if you did, I would really appreciate it if you subscribe to our YouTube channel, left a comment on our YouTube channel. If you want your own question answered, you can email it into support at mindsetmogul.com or leave it in a comment. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify or any of those, just please leave a review and give us a follow. We really, really appreciate that. Other than that, Brad, thank you. And uh, Paul, Hope you take this and run with it. Please give us an update in one year how you felt after giving it 100%. (laughs) All right, guys. Take care. Take care.